WRHD HD1, Farmville, Greenville. I believe this is going to be our finest hour. This is where the Pirates play. 94.3, the game. It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. Hit the door and hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh, my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. All right, welcome in, everybody. Great to have you with us. Uh, good afternoon. And uh, we are uh, joining you today on a day where uh, certainly a lot of Pirate Nation is uh, still recovering uh, from the uh, lack of sleep and uh, recovering from, uh, in many cases, folks that uh, went to uh, Charlottesville, Virginia, and uh, took in the game last night and uh, then made the uh, trip back after it was over and uh, got back in the wee hours, uh, late at night or wee hours of the morning, and uh, all of that going on, uh, and then uh, just uh, the sting of uh, defeat, the sting of uh, having the season come to an abrupt end, and uh, there's only really one team at the end of the year, especially in the sport of college baseball, that can uh, truly go home happy and finish their season happy and on a high note. And uh, unfortunately, that is not ECU uh, this season. So that is the uh, kind of uh, main point of uh, the program today. We've got uh, some of the post game for you from last night. Uh, Cliff Godwin's comments, the three seniors, you know, certainly a lot to celebrate this year. I mean, 47 wins, I think the most since uh, 19, I believe, but uh, it's it's been a, been a couple seasons since that number was achieved, even with all the great success of last year. So 47 wins, a fourth straight American regular season title. Uh, went to the AAC tournament game, went to a regional for the fifth straight time, uh, went to the regional final for the fourth consecutive uh, time. And uh, the Pirates were in both the games against Virginia, more so the one, obviously, Friday night with it being 2-1, or Saturday night with it being 2-1. But uh tough deal yesterday, um, and uh, Pirate pitching was just uh, just bested by Connolly early, who was unreal. Uh, six and a third and struck out ten. And uh, the Virginia pitching was, was outstanding. It, it, Virginia's pitchers threw the best they had uh, and brought their game uh, to ECU. And uh have to, again, sometimes maybe tip your cap. Um, the uh, game last night, you know, East Carolina was ahead. Uh, and then the uh, game was blown open by... Uh, the Wahoos, after it was tied at two. Uh, and then, you know, 7-2 Pirates trailed. They they came in the eighth, and I thought the eighth they were going to get back in it as, as far as really get in there and, and, and quite possibly uh, tie the game. You know, got the uh, the RBI from Wilcoxon scoring clunch, and then uh, the Pirates loaded the bases, and uh, Starling just crushed that ball to center field. Uh, it, it, you know, a few more feet, it ties the game. Instead, he flies out to the warning track. So, I mean, you're, you're looking at a grand slam that could have gotten East Carolina tied. Now, if everything had played out as it had, let's say the ball left the yard, 
and uh, we were tied at seven. Uh, you know, you had the home run in the uh, ninth inning, as it were, from uh, UVA that would have proved to be the game winner. But uh, when you go back, you can certainly look at that. Uh, 8-3 game was probably not quite that decisive, although in the last few innings, uh, the Cavaliers' powerful offense really got in uh, in gear. Uh, great, I think, really nice start for Zach Root, all things considered. I think Gen was, uh, you know, credit to him. Uh, guy just hit a pitch, and uh, you know, ECU was was there. Uh, you know, is it disappointing not going to Omaha? Absolutely, absolutely. It's disappointing not uh, going there. It would have been uh, poetic in '23 to take the jersey 23 to Omaha, but uh, as I say, it's always tough being a Pirate. So you'll uh, – look, I, I, I certainly think it's going to be a younger ECU team, uh, but it could be a really talented ECU team. They got nothing to be ashamed of. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And, you know, I, I, I think it's hard to, again, when there's just the finality of the season ending, and it's just really tough to win, especially in this year's tournament although you've seen some teams do it, I think it's just really, really tough to, to be on the road. And, you know, it was said in, by the announcers on the telecast yesterday that these were two number one seeded teams. I think ECU certainly, talent-wise, uh, could have been a number one seed based on that. Now, they had some losses that were not great. I think a two seed was correct. I was t- I've talked to all kinds of people today, as you can imagine. And, you know, I was asked by someone today, should they have been a you know a higher number two seed or or a number two seed that was with a paired with a higher seed and and I kind of ran through it and I said well you know where would you put them I don't think you could have put them and obviously keeping the regional situation in mind I don't think you could have put them in in South Carolina because Campbell swept them and that's where Campbell was I don't think you could have put them in Conway because I mean even though it was one game Duke did beat them this year way early in the season. Uh, so they had the advantage there. I'm not saying it came down to any of this. I was just, you know, just kind of thinking out loud on this. And then, you know, Tennessee's obviously a really, really good team, quite obviously. So I don't know if sending them to Clemson would have been an option. And I don't know if any of those spots would have been any, you'd have had any better or worse chance had you gone there. You might have could have argued uh, Coastal because of their pitching issues right now. But look, they're, Coastal's at home tonight against Duke in the – Regional final, winner take all situation. So I, again, I, I think it's a little. You're going to have to beat good teams to get to Omaha to win championships. You're going to have to beat really, really good teams. And East Carolina is a really good team that Virginia beat, but this is a really impressive Virginia team, particularly at home. I mean, they're just unstoppable at home. And I had not realized outside of the ACC, they had not lost to to anybody in their non-con. But they're now like 44 and 0. When they lead in the eighth inning, and, and they've got Jake Berry, who shut it down last night. Doesn't have the most fast stuff as far as velo, but at 6'10", it, looks, it gets on top of you quick. A lot of good things to uh, obviously be proud of for the Pirates, uh, but I, I do think that, uh, and rightfully so, there's a lot of, uh, of disappointment in some respects because uh, this, this felt like a team that, especially off the momentum from last year, had the pieces to... To make a run, but look, the season plays out as it does, and uh, you just never know. Uh, we've got uh, the game on here in uh, the studio, and TCU uh, has just got a homer from Austin Davis to take a lead 
against Arkansas in the Fayetteville Regional. So uh, TCU could be, and that's in the sixth thing. So they still got a long ways to go, but should TCU win? Arkansas, a team that was kind of emerged as a sexy pick to maybe make a run at the natty. A sexy pick? Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're losing right now. They could get, they could get beat because if TCU wins, uh, that will eliminate the Razorbacks from the tournament. Uh, Chris Cook is there today. Cookie's chimed in a couple of times. So we'll give him his props. Good weekend, Cookie. Yeah, how was your weekend? Well, I mean, obviously baseball losing ruined it a little bit, but yeah, it was a good weekend. Well, yeah, I mean, it was it was tough, and I, you know, sometimes Cookie, I'll I'll give up on the uh, like when it got you know seven two. I'm sure there were some people that shut off the television, and you know, for me, I probably could have wrapped it up and gone to bed, but I thought, you know, I I'm going to stick with this all the way through. And for a man that gets up at 4 a.m., that's you yeah, care, I know you care about it, yeah. yeah. Right, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> and so, you know, the the, uh, the call started to come in, and one guy was on the phone with me, and I was like, because he was all worked up, and, she, and I, I said, look, you've got to stay on the phone with me now, because they're making, the Pirates are making a comeback. But I, I just, you know, I And you were going to go to bed through. otherwise, yeah. No, no, I just I, I was going to see it through one way or the other oh, okay. because I, I just you know uh, I, I just kind of owed it to this uh, to this group of guys. I really like everybody involved in that ECU baseball program uh, that we uh, interact with and, and speak with. Really like the players. I'm, I'm a big fan of a lot of the players on that team. They're just great people. How about the senior Not class? Just the three seniors. Uh, most Not wins just the by three seniors, a pirate class. Yeah, I mean, look, a lot of things to be positive about, and and I saw where the you know it's been scuttled about that the two four seven sports ratings have this as the number four recruiting class in the country coming in, and I mean that's that's awesome if that's the case, but it's going to be a lot of youth. And I was looking around; there's not been anything that I've seen reported today about certain people hitting the portal and that kind of thing. Um, not that anybody of consequence may be. I mean, I'm not saying that's imminent. But um, you've got a lot of players getting in the portal right now, including some guys out of the uh, AAC that are getting in there. In fact, there was a uh, a move this weekend. I, I'm actually kind of surprised it happened this quick, but uh, Missouri has hired Kendrick Jackson, who was the coach at Memphis, and had made Memphis a pretty respectable outfit. I thought Jackson would be there at least a couple more years maybe before he got the opportunity to move on, but he's headed to the SEC, and then you've got some players from Memphis. I think everybody on the roster virtually from Wichita State has jumped in. That's an interesting situation. Uh, the Inglehard, uh, the infielder from Tulane, Chase Inglehard, who's a really good player, uh, has gotten into the portal. It was announced this afternoon. Uh, I don't see yet any ECU people necessarily, but, uh, that doesn't mean that they haven't. It just hasn't been announced yet because there is a process going through. And I'm not saying they're going to go in. And, and obviously, I think there's some guys about their future in baseball, not necessarily entering the portal, but other things that uh, have to make their decision on what they're going to do. Uh, if they're going to play in the pros, if they're going to do what they're going to do, uh, and what have you. So I think that's got to be hashed out and worked out. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening uh, with that. Uh, in the coming uh, days. Um, 
and I'm excited tonight about this Coastal Duke matchup only because of the, you know, interest in, in proximity. Uh, I, I am interested to see how that game turns out because it's a, it's essentially game seven. It's, it is game seven, but it's, 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 it's tense in the sense that it's winner take all. Um, Coastal knocking off Duke last night. So, you know, that's, that's the best thing about these games. I think if East Carolina had somehow gotten into this game, somehow held on or rallied or, and gotten into that point tonight, it would have been interesting to see. Uh, it would have been very, very interesting to see. I thought they had it there uh, when it was two to one for uh, until like the fifth inning, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, East Carolina played the, the game Saturday night, and I mean, I've talked, I talk, I always try to talk to people smarter than I am, which isn't hard. <laughs> but I always try to talk, to, I always try to talk to people. Thank you, Cookie. I always try to talk to people who know more about a subject than I know because that's the only way you can learn things, and that's the only way you can get the best information to kind of come up with your opinion or your take in our hot takery world. At least that's how I do it. Maybe I'm old school. But I really – there were two different guys I talked to who really aren't related to each other, really good baseball guys. I mean, great baseball guys. And they both called it one of the best – One said it was the best college game he's seen in a long, long while. The other saying that it was just a good baseball game, period, no matter the level. Saturday was a hell of a game. It was a fantastic game. Uh, And I thought last night was was really good. I got a little, you know, away from ECU at the end with the home runs, but, I mean, I I just think that was – that Virginia team's really, really, really powerful, and they they can hit. That's one thing they can obviously do is hit, and I just – I think – it would have taken a, a special performance, almost like you saw from you, Savage, and the bullpen maybe not being quite as worn down to hold them at bay. I uh, was uh, certainly uh, disappointed to see that Rose got uh, defeated in two games over the weekend by West Henderson. Uh, Rampant's another fantastic year. There was a tweet they put up today uh, that talked about the last decade. And the, the neighborhood's a lot tougher than it used to be. I mean, Jason Mills does a great job with the Conley program. Uh, South Central's on the come and has, has played better. But uh, Rose baseball over the last uh, X amount of years, and I, and I don't see it here. Uh, I thought maybe we'd retweeted it on the game, but I uh, must not have. We, we, we did, we did it retweet it on the game. I know exactly what tweet you're talking about. Well, I don't see it on here. Uh, uh, give me two seconds. Yeah, I, I don't see it on here. Uh, look back over but the last have... 10 years, 181 and 54 overall record, six trips to the fourth round, two state championships, championship appearances in 21 and 23, and one state title in 21. So, I mean, I know, thank you, Cookie, I know when you're looking at that, you're probably thinking to yourself, uh, if you're a Rose fan, you know, boy, this stings and it's tough and, you never want to get to the championship and lose. You know, nobody wants to lose, right? But I think that that uh, gives you a little bit of um, some insight into just how great RV's program has been. And uh, it was tough to see them uh, to get uh, get defeated in uh, the best of three series in a couple games. But uh, that Rose baseball program will still be around. I mean, they're, they're just that good. And uh, RV, I think, is going to keep doing it for a few more years and, by golly, he should do it as long as he wants to do it. 
weather, though, was great this weekend. It was finally nice to get a good weather weekend, by the way. It was, now, wasn't it? You know, we're, I was, we're watching my brother's uh, dog, Cooper, or Cooper, uh, but we're watching Cooper for another week. I know, we are Coop Coop. Coop Coop's in here with me. And uh, Cooper is, I got up early yesterday and I walked him. Right, Cook, uh, right Cookie, yep. I walked okay. Cooper. Uh, and uh, I had a long sleeve shirt on and some kind of, you know, around the house golf course pants, off course pants. Is oh, I bet it got they hot. They refer to it as. No, 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 no. Not yesterday. It was quite cool. Oh, okay. Like, I went out yesterday in the morning and walked Cooper, uh, took him on a little walk in the neighborhood. It was quite chilly. I was like, my gosh, where did this come from? Because Saturday Saturday was, was hot. It was pretty warm, but it wasn't humid, thankfully. But it was still pretty warm. And uh, and today I thought it was pretty warm a couple times I was out today. So, I mean, it's a June, so it obviously should be. But I think even later in the week it's going to get a little uh, cooler and dry again, which is better than the rain. But I don't mind the temps not being in the 90s. I'm I don't either. I'm just sick of the rain. Day. Yeah, the rain's a little, a little much. And I guess there's a chance of rain later on in the week. Uh, but not for our concert on the Comet which will feature Landslide, the Fleetwood Mac tribute band, on Thursday from the Town Common, 6 o'clock. And, of course, uh, we'll tell you more about that throughout the uh, week here. A break, and when we return, we will do a pirate report. Here's some of the audio from last night's uh, post-game gathering involving Coach Godwin and the three seniors. Uh, big thanks to Lane Hoover, Carter Spivey, and Garrett Saylor on their fantastic careers and uh, also what they did for pirate baseball this year and what they've done to help elevate pirate baseball. I mean, those guys went through that wonky season that wasn't in 2020 and uh, all stuck it out here and really a lot of stuff that you would consider quite admirable. So uh, congrats to them, and uh, we will uh, hear from those guys and Coach Godwin on our pirate report right after this. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's pirate report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. All right, uh, let's uh, throw up the uh, opening statement from Coach Godwin uh, after last night's uh, game and the uh, season-ending loss to UVA. Oh, man, it's always tough this time of year unless you're holding up the, the big trophy at the end of the national championship. And uh, congrats to UVA, their really good team, Coach O'Connor, Coach Mack, um, the entire coaching staff, and the players. They're they're really good team. And, it's a hard fought game, you know, 2-1 to one there uh, late, and, uh, you know, Lane again pitched his tail off and, you know, just didn't execute one pitch, and the guy hits a great run homer, and then, you know, Spives, uh, you know, intentionally walk a guy because he's better versus lefty, he's got the same thing happens. I mean, if we could have those two pitches back, uh, I think we'd win the game, but that's baseball game inches, inches and Starling, you know, hits the ball just a little bit off the end for it would have been a grand slam to tie the game, so... Uh, I couldn't be more proud of these three guys and our team. Um, you know, what these guys have meant to me here, three fifth-year seniors. Um, I don't have the stats in front of me, front of me but they probably won more games at East Carolina than any um, players in ECU baseball history, three regional championships, um, I guess four conference regular season championships, a couple uh, conference tournament championships. They've all graduated. Um, I'm super proud of them. Um, I'm sorry I couldn't do more to, to get him to the promised land and play the College World Series, but these three are, are very special to me, and, and I love them. And I just thank our entire team for 
uh, the hard work they put in on the field in the classroom. Um, and we just were a little bit short today. Uh, Coach Godwin, on what uh, UVA's uh, starter, uh, Conley, early did against the Pirates to keep them in check? Um, I mean, he's really good. He's got 11 wins now or 10. I don't know exactly. He had 10 going in. Um, he uh, locates his fastball really well and throws the slider kind of off the same plane with that. Um, his fastball's got some ride to it. So uh, early on, we were fouling off some fastballs to kick underneath it. Um, I thought it made him work. Um, you know, just couldn't come up with a big hit. And the difference in the game is they got two, three run homers, and you know we didn't get a big hit um, with some guys on base. But uh, you know, like the game against Starling just missed his. You know, Starling's it's a big moments for us in his three years and hit some big home runs. So I'm just proud of where guys battled to the end. Uh, more from Coach Godwin last night, and he talked about the uh, start for Zach Root. I'm going to be honest with you, I knew he pitched well. Uh, that's no disrespect to UVA, but uh, in my mind, it's a big game group. Sometimes he doesn't pitch good when it's not a big moment, but I mean, you talk about the uh, you know, first weekend we're behind, and he comes in against George Washington, and he's just mowing guys down, and then he closes out a game in front of 6,000 the second weekend against North Carolina. Um, the bigger the moment, for whatever reason, is he gets going, the shot's good. Um, you know, he's still got to work hard. You know, these three guys will tell you, and we love him. But uh, if he learns how to work like these three guys have worked over five years, then he's got a chance to, to pitch for a long time in professional baseball after he's grown up. All right. Uh, that is uh, Cliff Godwin uh, there. we got one more Godwin uh, cut, another fairly lengthy one here. But uh, Coach Godwin, we referenced those three guys there at the podium with him. Uh, or the dayos with him in the post game were uh, Garrett Saylor, Carter Spivey, and uh, Lane Hoover. And uh, Coach uh, talked about the legacy that those three seniors leave behind. Um, that it was never easy for us. <laughs> I mean, uh, what we went through, I mean, the injuries from uh, Starling missing time, um, Mullen missed a couple games, JC missed two weeks, Will Coxon you know, missed uh, the Houston weekend. Uh, he's savage, missed time. Um, and Miss Sailor missed five weeks, and our guys just kept grinding. You know, I, I don't think um, the country probably respected us as much as I respected us because, you know, we had 45 regular season wins. And even if we won the conference tournament, the, the NCAA wasn't going to let us host a regional, which not real sure how that happens. But uh, um, what they did um, was special because it wasn't easy. They did it the hard way and, uh, you know, had to come from behind. To, you know, we weren't winning the conference, but we had to pass the way to come from behind and sweep USF on the last weekend, and they did that. So it lost game one of the AAC tournament. And, you know, most teams that would have been in our position, you're already in the regional, would have just packed in. And those guys got to the championship game. Nobody had ever done that before. Uh, Cookie, the other cut that we had earlier, do you have that one? Yes, I do. What is the intro on that one? Uh, it's he. They they pretty much ask what the legacy the seniors will leave behind. Like, how will the senior class be remembered? Okay, because I thought that's what we were playing. The one uh, I think someone rephrased anyway. it later again. Okay, I understand. So this was this was kind of the hey, we're going to ask you the question again. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you know how the media is, watch, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, hit that for us. 
Um, you know, I'm going to let things set, settle in before I just start uh, talking about next year. Um, I'm going to enjoy my time that I have with these guys. Um, no disrespect for you, but it's just it's too raw right now for me to think about next year yet. What are those three guys? What legacy do they leave? I don't know, Chip. Um, most wins ever in EC baseball history in five years. Uh, but as good a baseball player as they are, they're better people. And that's the thing I say every year. <clears throat> we do it the right way. We don't cheat. We do it the right way. And we're going to get there. It's just hard if we knock that door down. But I tell you what, we, we've got to they just stay come down yet. And when it comes down, it's going to be a flood, purple and gold, to be in the I can tell you that. Yeah, I mean, great crowds this weekend. Uh, obviously, Coach getting emotional there when he talked about it. Uh, and, uh, you know, this this was a, a tough deal for uh, to go on the road and win any time in a regional. I mean, it just, just doesn't just doesn't happen, and uh, you got to earn it. And, uh, Virginia, like I said, really, really a, a, a great-hitting team that uh, just had a power surge at the end of the game yesterday. Uh, we uh, have some stuff for the players here. This is Carter Spivey, who uh, gave uh, props to Zach Root. Uh, he's, a, he's a very talented kid, <clears throat> and uh, he, he's going to be a really good pitcher for a really long time. And uh, he, I mean, he kind of has that little hit factor, if you know what I mean. He, the, the moment doesn't phase him. I think you saw that tonight, and uh, he's just he's just a competitor. He's, he's a great pitcher. More from Carter Spivey, who talks about uh, it's tough being a pirate. Yeah, uh, and I'm not the only one. I think you know all three of us have battled our own things in different ways, and um, I think that's that's what it means to be a power baseball player. You, know, you embrace the adversity, you, you work through it, you get better, and, and I think the three of us up here can, can attest to that. Uh, this is Garrett Saylor, fairly uh, lengthy cut, uh, giving a uh, heartfelt thank you to the Pirate Nation. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, shows. Shows the support that they have for us. Um, I mean, we've, we've been playing in front of this crowd for five years now. Um, it's special. It means something. That's why you put on this uniform to uh, play in big crowds like this. Um, we knew going in that UVA was, was going to be a, a good opponent, and um, they were going to attract a good crowd. And It's awesome to see uh, some purple and gold out there, too. Um, I know we had a lot of them. But yeah, I mean, uh, what what Pirate Nation has done for us three, um, can't we can't thank Pirate Nation enough. Uh, we love each each person, um, and uh, it's just it's just awesome having support. And then uh, finally, Lane Hoover, who uh, also gave a heartfelt. Well, let, let's start with Cut Nine Cookie uh, on how uh, UVA ultimately won the uh, the, the regional. Yeah, I mean, I think we did hit some balls hard, um, but he was just mixing, you know, he was controlling both sides of the plate, but, um, you know, you know, we did hit some, you know, balls hard. And uh, he's talking about uh, Conley early, the starter there, uh, and then Lane Hoover gives his uh, heartfelt thanks to Pirate Nation as well. All I can say is that we gave it all we got, uh, especially us three, and uh, Pirate Nation were all, was always behind us. And 
All I know is that we're, we're pirates for life. And um, this team's going to keep on going up. And, you know, we're going to get there eventually. And I'm not sure when, but um, can't thank partners enough. Like I said, we gave it everything we got. Yeah, tough deal there. Lane Hoover is such a uh, uh, a great young man. Um, anyway, that's uh, always, always tough to hear that uh, as uh, the Pirates uh, wrap up the baseball season. We'll have more. We're going to uh, let uh, kind of the next couple days play out. We're going to aspire to talk with Coach Godwin uh, at some point here in the next, uh, maybe later in the week, next week, sometime soon, uh, just to kind of get his recap on the season, uh, but uh, just great guys. Really enjoyed uh, covering that team this year uh, and uh, look forward to it next season. They're just fantastic uh, representatives for the uh, University for Athletics and for the baseball program and their families. Just uh, just great stuff. And it's that's the tough thing to hear the players uh, at the end there. They seem All pretty right. shaken uh, up, yeah. Well, yeah, and obviously very emotional. Uh, and uh, Lane Hoover's logged a lot of innings. And Spivey was a guy that probably was not, uh, you know, he he had to really straighten some things out to stick with the program. He said as much, uh, and uh, and made those corrections, and uh, ended up having a obviously a fantastic season last year. Uh, Sailor, I felt really the worst for him, but he was probably throwing some of his better stuff at the end. But you know that five, four, five, six weeks where he was injured, started the year hurt, and had a period of time where he was hurt during the middle of the season. That was. You know, tough for him, tough to go through that in your senior year. All right, uh, Chris Cook with a 94-3 the game, uh, sports update and pirate report for you right now, including uh, some scores from games going on around uh, NCAA baseball. There's regionals that are being played, uh, regional championship games being played right now. Uh, so Cookie with an update on that, and we will uh, then come back and uh, do a little weekend winner, weekend worse for some other things that are going on out there. Uh Right now, here's Cookie. The year of 2023 was not meant to be for East Carolina heading to Omaha. The Pirates fought valiantly out of the loser's bracket and led 2-1, to one, but the Pirates lost the regional final. ECU gave up seven runs on three homers in the final three frames and lost 8-3 to three to Virginia. The Pirates have now completed 33 postseason tries in the NCAA tournament without a trip to the College World Series, the longest active streak in college baseball. ECU finished the season 47-19 and and has won four straight regular season conference championships under head coach Cliff Godwin and three regional titles in that span. Coach Cliff Godwin on what UVA did to keep the Pirates in check. Um, I mean, he's really good. He's got 11 wins now or 10. I don't know exactly. He got 10 going in. Um, he uh, locates his fastball really well. And throws the slider kind of off the same plane with that. Um, his fastball's got some ride to it. So uh, early on, we're spouting off some fastballs. He was kicking underneath it. Um, I thought it made him work. Um, you know, just couldn't come up with a big hit. And the difference in the game is they got two three run homers, and, you know, we didn't get a big hit um, with some guys on base. But, uh, you know, like again, it's just Starling just missed his. You know, and Starling's it's big moments for us in his three years and hit some big home runs. So I'm just proud of the way our guys battled to the end. This was the first season since 2018 that ECU hasn't reached a super regional. 
The number one overall seed Demon Deacons are moving on to the NCAA Baseball Super Regionals. Wake Forest capped off a 3-0 weekend in the regional round with a 15-1 victory over George Mason on Sunday. Today, Duke and Coastal Carolina will play for a berth in the Super Regionals in a winner-take-all game to wrap up the Conway Regional. North Carolina, NC State, Charlotte, Campbell, and UNC Wilmington had their seasons come to an end in the regional round. And now let's take a look around at some other regional scores going on right now as I pull up my scoreboard. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to find... Here we go. Okay. Uh, Texas Tech took on number two Florida, and number two Florida was able to get the win 6-0. to zero. Currently, LSU is battling or- Oregon State in the bottom of the ninth. LSU is winning that game handily 13-5. <clears throat> to five. Arkansas is taking on TCU, and that game is in the bottom of the seventh. TCU is currently winning 7-4. to four. And now in the top of the eighth, Southern Miss and Pennsylvania. Southern Miss has got the edge over Pennsylvania, 8-7. to seven. And as we said earlier, coming up later tonight, there is Duke and Coastal Carolina. J.H. Rose locks in the state... Baseball Championship Series in two games, losing to West Henderson. The series played in Burlington Friday night and Saturday afternoon. The Rampants appearing in their ninth championship round all-time and had won seven times previously, including in 2021. Rose wraps up their season at 26-6. and six. Kyle Busch took home the checkered flag in the Enjoy Illinois 300 for his third NASCAR Cup Series win of the season. After an early delay due to lightning strike, Busch emerged from the pack over the final 40 laps to secure an overtime win at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Victor Hovland is celebrating his fourth career win on the tour. Hovland topped Denny McCarthy in a playoff win in the Memorial Tournament in Dublin, Ohio. Both players finished atop the leaderboard at 7 under par. The Carolina Panthers are starting their final week of organized team activities. Carolina will return to the field today and wrap up OTAs on Thursday. The Panthers are gearing up towards their mandatory minicamp that begins on June 13th. Head coach Frank Reich has said that he expects tight end Hayden Hurst and wide receiver DJ Clark to participate in individual drills as they recover from injuries. A mobile sports betting bill will return to the North Carolina House this week. This after House Bill 347 passed the Senate last Thursday with several changes. The Senate version, which would legalize online sports gambling on professional and college sports, along with horse racing and in-person wagering, must also be approved by the House and signed by Governor Roy Cooper before becoming law. However, House Speaker Tim Moore is expected to push for an amendment to have online sports betting combined with casino and video gambling. That'll do it for your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. This sports update is brought to you by the new IBX Media app. Download for free on the App Store and on Google Play. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on the other side of this quick timeout right here on 94.3 The Game. It's time for weekend winners. Yes, I win! Game and the weekend's worst. Worst day of my life? What do you think? Here on the Patrick Johnson Show. All right, all right, all right. Uh, 5.41 now as we uh, bring you uh, weekend winners, weekend worst. Uh, some of the uh, highlights and uh, lowlights. The laurels. And I forget what the other uh, fancy term is in journalism. Uh, the not-so-laurels, perhaps. Uh, for, that sounds about uh, right. For the weekend that was. Yeah, that does sound about right. I think that's the technical term. Uh, let's see. Uh, I've got, uh, I'm very gracious today. I've got a weekend winner. You're a winner. Weekend winner. 
want to shout out Trey Richardson of TCU. Right now, his Horned Frogs lead 7-4 to four over uh, Arkansas in uh, that uh, regional championship game in Fayetteville, Arkansas. But Trey Richardson, Cookie, for TCU, who, by the way, has 56 RBI this year on just with just five home runs. So, I mean, this guy's knocking the ball in left and right. I got you. He had an he tied the record yesterday in the NCAA tournament with 11 RBI in the game in TCU's win, and he hit grand slams and consecutive at bats. Oh yeah, I saw so that he had on two Instagram. Grand that was slams. crazy. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah, that is cool. So Trey Richardson, a weekend winner, and right now his team could be a winner. They're in the eighth inning, leading. Uh, I got another weekend winner from baseball. You're a winner. Weekend winner. Well, Southern Miss has expanded the lead to 8-7 to seven in the eighth inning, but you got to give Penn some credit out of the Ivy League uh, as they get to the regional championship game. There's always a great story in these regional rounds of a team that kind of uh, pulls surprises or stuns everybody. Uh, Penn was trailing 8-4, to four, maybe, and uh, got it to 8-7 to seven a minute ago, but uh, now uh, there's been some uh, runs added by Southern Miss and uh, – that's, uh, but hats off to Penn. It's not looking great uh, for Penn, but uh, it would be would be cool to see somebody out of the Ivy League go to the Super Regionals, but I don't think it's going to materialize today. Uh, that weekend winner leads us to a weekend worst. You blew it! Weekend worst. You know, I think the deal where Auburn, now Campbell got beat, so it's tough to say, well, if Campbell had hosted. But, I mean, they were going to host in Fables. They would have been in a great ballpark. That team could hit, although they were hitting kind of left them at least for a couple games over the uh, weekend in the regional. They ultimately got bounced. But I just think Auburn is the team that was seeded not good. I, it was very interesting what Cliff Godwood said. I mean, you've got uh, a team that won 45 games through their conference tournament, and they weren't in the uh, hosting conversation. So a deep field this year, a lot of guys that, that – Year of extra eligibility and the portal. A lot of stuff came to roost this year uh, with that. So that's a weekend worst. Uh, got a couple more weekend uh, winners. Uh, let's hit it. You're a winner. Weekend winner. It's really not from the weekend, but sports gambling passed in North Carolina. Woo! At least passed the House and uh, or passed the Senate. It's going to be taken up by the House, it's believed, this week. Uh, we talked about it with Brian Murphy, obviously, on Thursday. But, uh, oh, let me thank uh, Philip and Cookie and Clark for uh, being in for me on Friday as I had uh, another assignment elsewhere, final one of the uh, sports broadcast uh, calendar. It's been a busy sports broadcast calendar this year. We figured out something but, uh, that day that uh, yeah. when it says, or the rejoin says you're back with the P, man, Philip's initial is P, so he technically yeah, still so can be, it, yeah, right. It still worked. Well, look, there's no off position on the genius switch. Whoever came up with that, but um, the the uh, the uh, sports gambling legalized, and we've been long advocating for that uh, here on the program because. And, and it was interesting today. I was talking to somebody again in this space, and they were telling me this fellow was telling me that he thought that that casino in Danville riled people up because people started calling their lawmakers, you know, why aren't we legalizing sports gambling? Why do I have to go all the way to Danville, Virginia, which is right across the border 
with North Carolina and Virginia above uh, Greensboro. Why do I have to go all the way there to lay a wager or uh, or do something? And I, and I think that's one reason why you're seeing all of a sudden this shift for the possibility of casinos or video gambling machines. Uh, Cookie, this is a long one that we have uh, talked about. Uh, final weekend winner for me. Uh, no, i got a couple winner. more. But... Weekend winner. Uh, wouldn't you know it? I'm like Cookie. I'm finding my screen now. <clears throat> but... Uh, this was look. This was a good. This was a good thing that happened uh, over the weekend. Churchill Downs has suspended racing operations in the wake of the fact that twelve horses have died as a result of injuries sustained at the home of the Kentucky Derby over the last few weeks. So that's good. I mean, now. There's no single factor, they say, that's identified the potential cause or common pattern. But race operations will be suspended starting Wednesday, so June 7th, all the way through July 3rd, for the remainder of the spring meet, as they call it. And I think if you got a dozen horses dying... There, there's something wrong with that picture, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our, our friend Dave Richmond... Um, who's related to Roger Craig, who's from Durham, and was uh, a great, great baseball man. Roger Craig uh, has uh, passed, and that's Dave's uncle, so our condolences uh, to him and uh, Dave and his family. I, Dave, I, I love you if you're listening, but uh, I was ardently against Roger Craig when he was managing the Giants because they beat my Cubbies in the 89 playoffs. So I was I was anti-Roger Craig, just so you know. But I, Obviously, what a what a effect he had on the game of baseball. I was reading a great article about the pitch he taught today. I mean, it's just unreal, Roger Craig's uh, legacy. Uh, let's see uh, another weekend winner. That's one for me. Weekend winner. All right, uh, ECU Chancellor Philip Rogers. Doctor Philip Rogers is named the new chair of the American Athletic Conference Board of Directors. So that's pretty. Cool. There you go. Uh, We'll get a little bit more on that because we're short on time. Uh, they just wrapped up meetings in Vail, Colorado. I was going to go through some of that today, but I'll go through it tomorrow. But there has been a spike in revenue uh, the, going to member institutions, so that's good. Cookie, do you have any weekend winner, weekend worse? we got to be quick. I got, I got one of each, and I'll be super quick. Here we go. All right. You're a winner. Weekend winner. My boy Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Uh, people are saying Jordan Love can't do it. Romeo Dobbs, current Packers receiver, says Aaron Rodgers was a really great quarterback, but I believe Jordan Love can do the exact same thing. So I don't really see what's the big difference. I'd love to see my Packers say that we still got a chance. And here we go with the worst. You blew it! Weekend Worst. Uh, this is in regards to the NBA Finals. I just thought this was atrocious. The Nuggets playoff record when Jokic scores 40-plus points is 0-4, and, and they are 13-1 and when he scores fewer than 40. So what in the world is going on with that picture? There you go. Nobody else is contributing. Oh, yeah, right. Nobody else. That's why. That's why. He's got to do all the work himself. As great a player as uh, the Joker is. He's fantastic, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, he is, Excellent. isn't he? Hey, let me ask you this. Why is this guy's opinion a weekend winner for the Packers? That made no sense. Because uh, everyone's, like, uh, as a Packer fan, we're all, like, very down on this coming up season. You know, obviously Rodgers leaving. So, thank God the players are saying it could be good. 
I know you stretch a lot. Did you did you hurt yourself with that reach? Uh, yeah, okay, you, that was a good, you got me. You, you got reached. Me. You hurt yourself on that reach, didn't you? You pulled something. A little bit, a little bit. Maybe a, maybe a hammy or something. A quad. All right, um, I'm just saying things. All right, we'll uh, take a break, and when we come back, we'll wrap up the show right after these words. All in VCU at 943thegame.com. Thank you, sir. We have another. More of the P-Man coming up in minutes. Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group, your whole world covered. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. All right. Uh, thanks for being with us uh, here today. Uh, we got a few more minutes left in the show. I was looking at this. Um, found the article uh, earlier, and then I confirmed this with uh, our aforementioned friend Dave Richmond. I uh, love Dave over there in Williamston. But uh, it's the split finger that uh, Roger Craig was uh, credited with. 93, uh, managed the Giants from the mid-'80s to the early-'90s and uh, won nearly 600 games with them, won in their first pennant in 89 over my Cubbies, uh, first one since 62. Uh, but he pitched with the three World Series for Roger Craig. Was with the Dodgers, uh, Mets, Cards, Reds, Phillies. Uh, most notably, the Dodgers and Mets. And uh, Roger Craig from Durham. So there's the uh, connection there. Uh, former Jets offensive lineman uh, Debrickashaw Ferguson. I hope I'm pronouncing his first name correctly. Debrickashaw is how you pronounce it. Debrickashaw. Yeah, Debrickashaw Ferguson is going to attend uh, nursing school. Oh, hey, good for him. There you go. That's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Very commendable. That's More great... than I could do, I'll tell you that. Uh, it is, uh, it is a uh, very commendable thing. Uh, that's, a, that's a heck of a second act, and I'm glad he's uh, doing that. You look, that's one of those uh, professions or vocations where you will always find work. In that level of the uh, medical field. There's always a need for more nurses, yeah. More need for nurses. I think if you are in uh, the trades of electric and plumbing and those sort of things, you're always going to find work. You will always have something to do. Uh, I wish I were more handy. I would have uh, tried to pursue one of those because you're always going to have. You're always going to have. You're always going to find work. And you're going to do really well. Welders always going to do. Well. See, I just can't do that kind of work. I just have no aptitude. Me either. I just don't. I'm not interested in any of it. As Mike Mullis described me uh, late last week, I'm kind of soft, he said. That's I'm fair. Soft. Hey, I am too, man. Nothing wrong with that. I, I just didn't know if I needed Mully describing me as kind of soft. No, they, hey, there ain't nothing wrong with that. I guess not. <laughs> well, thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget we have our concert on the Common this week. Landslide, the tribute band for Fleetwood Mac at 6 o'clock at the Town Common. Uh, see you in the morning on the Talk of the Town program with the Big Hen. We've got our Talk of the Town poll debuting tomorrow. Don't know what that is? Tune in, 7 to 9. And uh, big thanks to uh, Clark and Cookie for today. And we'll be back tomorrow, 5 o'clock. Fresh episode of the Patrick Johnson Show right here on 94.3 The Game. Have a great evening, everybody. 
Atavola in Greenville is your local marketplace. Atavola offers diverse menu selections, casual lunches, and family meals ready to go. At Atavola, they specialize in the creative use of fresh ingredients, seasonal menu selections, and fun culinary creations that will satisfy even the pickiest taste buds. Treat yourself to lunch or dinner at Atavola, and make sure to join them in the bar on Saturdays from 4 to 11 with friends to enjoy the limited 